For less than a year, these two individuals have been happily married. They are here to share. What are you doing? Watching hockey. Guys. But Guys, we're trying to record a podcast. I'm recording here. But the Bruins are playing. Yeah, but we're trying to record a podcast. We're not ready yet. And they have a chance of winning, unlike the wild. Why are you like this? They're here to share their secrets. It was really unprofessional, guys. This is our guide to staying married for 24 weeks. I'm Jeffrey. I'm Kristen. And that's my wife. And you're listening too, so that's Married Life. Welcome, everybody. Hi, guys. It's our third consecutive on-time podcast. Um, before we get started, do you know what Friday is? What day is it? The 5th of March. It is one month after my birthday. True. It's also six months after the day we got married. Oh, our half of year anniversary. <laughs> half of year anniversary. Half of year. Most people would say six months, but... Nope, half of year. Half of a year. Almost congratulations to us. Almost. Super close. We'll see if we make it till Friday. <laughs> I would bet on us. I would bet, too. Would you uh, like to introduce what we're talking about today? Yeah, absolutely. This was all your idea, too, so I'm going to let you take the reins on it. I'm going to take the reins. Um, this week, we took Gary Chapman's Five Love Languages quiz. We've taken it in the past, but like a lot of years ago. Who the heck is Gary Chapman? I don't know, some relationship expert guy. He wrote a book on the five love languages. I bet he lives alone with three cats. I don't think he does. Should we do a quick Google? Yeah. A quick goggle on him? Gary Chapman is in his 50s. He's got a degree in social sciences, and he has never (laughs) been in a relationship. (laughs) Stop making things up. Gary Chapman is an American author. He's a radio show talk host. Radio talk show host. My bad. Um, but he is most noted for his five love languages series regarding human relationships. Okay, yeah, well, look up Gary, what's his nuts, family, if he has one. Okay, he, let's see, come on, Wikipedia. Just the fact that it's taking this long is making me even more suspicious. He has two adult children. He's married to Carolyn J. Chapman. Is that his first wife? According to this, yes. Yeah, okay, Mr. Chapman. Okay, anyway, we took this quiz. It's a very basic quiz. Basically, it just gives you two options, and you decide what is more important to you. The five love languages are quality time, acts of service, physical touch, words of affirmation, and receiving gifts. So, Jeffrey and I took the quiz for ourselves, but we also took it for each other as a test to see how well we know each other after seven years of dating and six months of marriage. So, it's kind of a little quiz for ourselves, and I'm curious to see how well you know me. I think it will... I don't know if it's a question of how well we know each other rather than a question of how we portray our emotions to each other. That's fair. I also think that as silly as these quizzes can be sometimes, I think that knowing each other's love language is important because you and I, as far as I know, have very different 
Um, love languages? Well, Gary Chapman sure does think so. <laughs> Gary Chapman thinks we have very different love languages. Uh, I mean, according to my results. Um, I don't know yours yet. I will find them out soon. But I think that it helps understand each other better and know when the other person is showing. Because you often show love in the way that you want to receive it. And I think we show our love very differently. But I think it has worked for us this far. I just think it'd be nice to know that that's what that person's thinking. So what was the love language that Gary Chapman told you that you have? What is my most yeah. prevalent? What is your most prevalent love? Do you mm. want to just give me the list, one yes. through five? Yeah. So my most prevalent, according to Gary Chapman and my results, I got 29% quality time. I got 26% acts of service, such as unloading the dishwasher for me because I hate doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything involving dishes. I hate dishes. Um, 19% physical touch, 16% words of affirmation, and 10% receiving gifts. Yeah, I can't say that we were even all that close. Were we in the same order? No, actually, there was not one in the same order. Nice. Spot on. What was your but top the, for But the me? closest, we, we were pretty close. Your number two was the number one. I don't remember the order that, that yours were anymore. Why don't you just tell me yours and I'll tell you how out of order. Like the ones that I got for taking the quiz for you, right? Yes. 33% acts of service. Okay, so I mean, I, acts of service and quality time to me, I think are, I mean, they're not interchangeable. They're not the same thing at all. But I had a hard time with those ones. When they would put them up against each other, that's when I really struggled. I had the same thought. I think it was for two different categories, but I had a, okay. I had this a similar thought. Okay. <laughs> so thirty-three percent acts of service, thirty percent words of affirmation. I do love words of affirmation. I'm aware. But sometimes I don't know how to like receive words of affirmation. So um, I they were not as high on my list because they make me feel uncomfortable occasionally. Seventeen percent quality time. I like quality time. I just think that we view quality time differently. I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have a lot of time together, so it's kind of hard to discern yeah. what is quality time. I mean, obviously, I when we're in Mexico, that's quality time. Yeah. I think, to me, quality time is just being together, which we are, like, every night. Quality time, to me, they, like, made quality time seem like it was... Like, undivided attention. I don't need your undivided attention for quality time. I we can, do need your undivided attention, can, but we're going to get to that later. We can watch a show, and that, to me, is still quality time. Okay. We have different views of quality time. Okay, continue. 13% receiving gifts, which wasn't all that far of, off of what you got, no, right? No, mine was 10%. And then 7% physical touch. I like physical touch more than I like receiving gifts, but okay. Doesn't seem like it. That's all I'm saying. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. That's what Gary Chapman's, Gary, Gary Chapman's saying. Yeah. Yeah. I am not a huge physical touch person as much as I sometimes like to think that I am. When do you, when, when do you like to think that you are? I mean, like, I like hugs. When? I just, I don't like long hugs. I like, like, hugs. <laughs> Wait. 
Here's the problem. What hugs. what's your perfect hug? Like describe it to me in detail. Like max of five seconds, a big bear squeeze, and then like we're done. You like to hug for like twenty minutes straight. I'm like, <laughs> I can't. The okay, the problem is though, it's not that I don't like the hugging, it's when you're as short as I am. I always end up with my neck twisted in some weird... It's never comfortable. I never get, like, a cozy hug. I get, like... What if you jumped up with, like, onto me and had your head level with my head and then just, like, hung onto me? Well, then I then I don't mind hugs. Okay, then you should just hug me like that. Okay. I'll remember that. <laughs> I'll start hugging you better. I'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about your perfect hug, but it turned into what you could do for me. <laughs> exactly. Kind of does sometimes, doesn't it? Well, then. I said sometimes. Uh -huh. Almost. Yeah, it also yeah, turns okay, into... okay. Okay. <laughs> um, do we want to go over yours now? Yeah, I can start with what I got for myself. Yeah. Now, the first one is extremely surprising. So surprising. If it's not the same one, I'm going to tell you you're a liar. I just want to let you know. 33% physical touch. Only 33%? Yeah, I guess I, so. I got 37, but it was... You had 37? Yeah, it's very, very close. It's kind of obvious. Yeah. 30% quality time. I got 33% quality time for the next one. All right. So we're on the same page yep. here. 20% words of affirmation. Oh, I did not match with you on that one. All the next three were tied for me. What, like... Tied in percentage. Oh, wow. Okay. What um, were they? The acts, I mean, it orders them in acts of service, receiving gifts, and words of affirmation, but they're all 10%. I was 20% words of affirmation, 13% acts of service, and 3% receiving gifts. Yeah. So, I mean, fairly close, but I think you like receiving gifts more than you think you do. Similar to me. I like receiving gifts from myself. No, but you like... Would you stop, Beyonce? <laughs> Chewing on plastic to get our attention. Um, oh my gosh, she's going to choke. <laughs> so yeah, so your last three were tied for me, but could hypothetically be in any order because they're all the same. I think the most important ones to know for either of us would be the top and the bottom. Yeah. Because the middle three can push and pull but yeah the top one is pretty consistent and the bottom one is pretty consistent and we lined up on both our top ones didn't we oh no we didn't no what was no what was... quality time was my top what was your top acts of service for me correct but i think like we talked about i think those two for me are very interchangeable like i think depending on the day both of them my top. Well, maybe the reason that I didn't choose quality time is because we probably have differences of what we think quality time uh, is. Yeah, I would agree. I think that our difference in what we think quality time is would make a big difference in what you would pick. But I got all yours right, so I just want to rub that in your face real quick. Why do you think I <laughs> rub it in my <laughs> face? Maybe I'm just way better at portraying my emotions to you <laughs> than you are to me. So what were you going to ask? I was. <laughs> are, you, are you avoiding that previous statement because you don't want to get into it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was going to ask why you think I like receiving gifts more than Mr. Mr. Chapman says I do. 
Um, I think that you don't necessarily like receiving like big gifts. Like you, it's not that you love getting giant gifts, but I think like when I come home with like little things, like when it was almost Christmas time and I came home with eggnog, you were like a kid in a candy store about the fact that I came home with eggnog. Like you like when I randomly think of you and bring things home. But I also think I like that too. I think you like that, but I also don't think you like that. You just... I don't like when you spend money. <laughs> oh, is that it? Is is your favorite and least favorite thing when I get you flowers? Because you're like, oh, yes. he got me flowers, but oh, I hate flowers and these costed money. Yeah. And the cat's going to eat them. Like, yeah. my immediate thoughts when you come home with flowers are like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. I love them. And then like 30 seconds later, I'm like, that was like... $14, and our cat's going to eat them in five seconds. Well, that's why... Do you remember Valentine's Day 2018? Instead of getting you flowers, I got you a chocolate heart and chicken and like nuggets. A, yeah, and a fake flower. You got yeah. me, like, one fake rose. I got you a <laughs> fake rose, chicken nuggets, and a chocolate thing. Yeah, and it was great. And I love that. Like, if you came home with chicken nuggets, I'd be the happiest person in the world. And I guess technically, according to Gary Chapman, that is receiving gifts. Because some of his questions revolved around, like, um, I like it when my partner brings, like, brings things home randomly. That wasn't the exact wording of what the question was. But, um, but yeah, I think if you consider, like, bringing home chicken nuggets, receiving gifts, then I like receiving gifts more than I let on in my own answers i think this is way less specific than a personality test should be well it's not a personality test though remember we were talking okay about it's this. a love language test a love language it's how you portray your love for someone else and how you like someone to portray their love to you i don't want you walking around with words of affirmation all the time it would make me uncomfortable <laughs> i didn't grow up in like a super gung-ho supportive family like my family's supportive, but we didn't walk around being like, you're the best person in the world all the time. Like, I don't know how to receive things like that, so it makes me uncomfortable. Maybe you don't know how to receive things like that because they didn't happen that often. Right. Do you think you could get better at receiving them if I just continually pound you with, hey, no, you're the greatest? No, I think they'll always make me uncomfortable. I think I'll get better at it, and like, I just... I. I think it would turn into something like when I tell you you're pretty now, you just kind of brush it off. Yeah. Because I say it too much. Yeah. So if I just encourage you too much, you'd be like, yeah, he doesn't mean it. But I do like like the words of affirmation that I do enjoy are things that are more like accomplishment based. Like I like when you're like, I'm so proud of you. Like you did that. I don't love like, oh, you're so cute. I'm like, stop. That's ushy and gushy and gross. Stop. My face is getting all red. Stop. <laughs> but like, I would rather hear words of affirmation based on accomplishments that I've done in life and not based on physical aspects of my... Where did you have my words of affirmation rated? There, It's tied with receiving gifts and acts of service. Oh, down, yeah, down at the bottom. Yeah. That sounds about right. Mine was 20, it came up as 20% on mine, but I think that's only because the other two were so low. Yeah, I think it's, 
I think, like you said, like the top one is the most important, obviously. I think also I, my love language or whatever you want to call it changes a lot. Like it, the top one is always the top one. Your top like, one. I mean, you are always a physical touch based. Yeah. Love language. Like that is how you like to be shown that you're loved. And that is, and that's why you are constantly like tackling me and you're constantly <laughs> squishing me. And we have very and different that's why needs I'm in that area. So comparable to a dog. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I think that was the hardest adjustment dating you is you are so, I don't want to say needy, but you're, <laughs> you're so like touch based and I'm so not like, like I said, I love my five second hugs. Like I love to show people like, Hey, I like you hug you for five seconds, but you are like, I'm going to grip onto you for the next 20 minutes and you can't move a muscle in your body. You could move muscles in your body. You just have to ask politely. No, um, I didn't understand I like why you didn't like hugs or anything when we first started dating or even for a couple of years into it before you made me take one of these tests. I was like, oh, that's a thing. Like, yeah, I just I'm a hugging you person. Yeah. You're a hugger. And like, so it, it just didn't compute for me. Like, right. Kristen goes, let me go. I'm like, why? This is great. Yeah. And I love them. Like, I love like we've talked about three times already. I love short, brief hugs. Like, I'm a hugger in the sense that, like, I will absolutely love to give you a hug for five seconds. But as soon as we hit that five second mark, I'm like, get off. Like, I need space. I need. And I think, too, that's like one of my like downfalls as a preschool teacher as well. Because preschoolers want to be hugged for like 20 minutes. And I do better hugging kids because I don't get the same. <laughs> you don't hug. get squished. I don't get squished. They're the ones getting squished and they love it. But like, yeah, hugs are not. Physical touch and and my hand gets sweaty when we hold hands. I don't like holding hands because it's gross. Our hands have to be in a certain like formation when we hold hands because otherwise it makes me uncomfortable. I'm just a mess with physical touch. It's not a me thing. Did you know that there's a study that has proven 10 plus second hugs are shown to relieve stress? Yes, that's why when I come home stressed from work some days, I will give you longer hugs than normal. Most of the time I have to pee really bad when I get home from work, so I don't give you I was going to say, wow, you must never, ever get stressed at work. (laughs) But, like, I think I definitely am more physically affectionate on days that I'm stressed because I feel the relief from the stress when we are physically affected, but I can't. It's not an everyday thing for me. It never will be. (laughs) Scale of two to seven, how upset were you that I watched Tom and Jerry movie last night? Oh, we're, wow, we're veering. We're veering off this beaten path of love languages. Just curious. Um, I wasn't really. I, I mean, like, a two. I wasn't upset that you watched it. I just always think it's funny when you tell me you don't want to watch certain things, and then you turn around and watch them with other people. I don't remember telling you I didn't want to watch it, I though. literally came up as, like, a commercial on Hulu while we were watching Superstore. And I was like, oh, we should watch that movie. And you're like, no. <laughs> just, was, just no. I was like, oh, okay. Like, sounds good. <laughs> and like, it looks like a cheesy, like, 
movie. So I was like, oh, maybe he just, I'm like, I'll just watch it with kids that I'm babysitting then. Yeah, it would be a good babysitting movie. It was cheesy. Um, Colin Jost was in it, which was kind of funny. I don't know who that is. He does the weekend update on SNL. Oh, I don't watch SNL enough to know. But yeah, I've seen him then. But no, I wasn't, I don't, I wasn't upset. I just thought it was funny that you told me no, and then you watched it with someone else. You should ask me things like that twice. I do. We've Did, talked about this before. Have we? Yes. Not on the podcast, but we've talked about me asking slash telling you things multiple times. Helps you remember them, but then the times that I remember to ask you or tell you something twice are the times you remember, and then you get annoyed. And you're like, I can remember things by myself. And then the times that I don't remind like, you. I got it. The times that I don't remind you, you forget. Like, I should have reminded you again to leave the garage door opener this weekend. But I didn't because I figured he's got a brain. He'll use it. And then you didn't use it. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I did remember to leave you something. But it was the thing I already had. I already have a key to the car. <laughs> I was close. That's my point. I thought of you. Like, you, <laughs> it wasn't yes. just blindly leaving. Receiving gifts. I received the fusion <laughs> key. <laughs> you received the gift of the extra key. The extra key that I already had. But no, I... Yeah, I definitely was not upset about the movie. But I do need to remember to ask slash remind you things twice. But again, when I do, you're like, I've got it. Does you reminding me of things multiple times help you remember them better? I mean, yeah, but it's usually not. The things I remind you of aren't things that I need to remember. I say things out loud to you so I remember them. Like I'm going to say right now, I need to remember the lactose-free ice cream when I go to work tomorrow morning because it's for work. But we got four cents off per gallon. Hi, V. Whoop, whoop. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, so I, I don't know. It helps me remember them, but they're usually not things I have to remember. So what's your takeaway from the whole Chapman love, love language thing? Um, that we have very different love languages, and we've managed to make it work for seven years, but I just think that it is eye-opening for both you and I to see what, I mean, I knew flat out from the beginning that your love language is physical touch. But clearly, do you think your love languages are something that I should take into account and work on showing in I that think, way? Or should I, like, we've made it this far. Should I just keep doing what well, I'm doing? Well, I think you do. I mean, we spend, according to my definition of quality time, we spend quality time together. But, like, when, they, when I was reading up on the quality time one, it was talking about, like, doesn't like cancel plans and blah, 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 blah. And I thought back to when you were playing baseball in high school and we, not that we ever like struggled in our relationship, but when we kept having to cancel plans because you had baseball things pop up or you forgot you oh, had you practice. Oh, hated that. Like, that's why. Because my, and that's why like, I not that I want to go into detail about this on the podcast, but um, that's why I get so frustrated on Sunday nights when we always have to go to dinner because, like, Sunday nights are such a good, like, relaxing time 
to just like spend quality time together like Sundays in general are to me like that's a good quality because like during the week when I get home from work like I'm so tired that I can't function in a quality manner whereas like Sundays I'm finally like on my game I feel like we can spend we spend really good time together on Sundays and that always gets interrupted because we have to go and like it's fine it works out but I think that's why I get so frustrated with it because to me spending time with you is most important and then acts of service you do a really good job at showing I mean like just the other day you did Oh, you folded the laundry. And I was, like, the happiest person in the world. Like, or when you put the dishes away, I'm like, this is the best. Like, I didn't have to do that. And it's not that I want you to do them all the time. Like, I don't mind doing household chores. I love vacuuming, fun fact. But, like, it's nice to have you do things randomly without me asking. So, while I, I, I enjoyed the answer to that question... I didn't answer. Did not answer the question. I my bottom line to it is I think you already do a good job at showing because I think over the years we've learned what the other person likes. Like I don't think you need to change how you show your love for me, but I think both of us need to understand and I think we already do that we give and receive love in very different ways. And that some days I don't want it. 30 second hug and um as much as i love you that's not how i show that i love you so sometimes maybe (laughs) we just need to understand (laughs) that are you saying sometimes maybe i need to understand that yeah what you're saying yeah because sometimes wait so are, are you telling me the fact that you don't hug me for 30 seconds doesn't mean you don't like me right even though that's reassuring Sometimes you get really dramatic about it, and you're like, "What me? Never! <laughs> you don't even care about me. She won't hug me for a solid thirty seconds, so she doesn't love me." I'm like, "I just, I don't." I'm Here's not... the thing, though. I need your full, undivided attention almost always. Yes, I'm aware. I've learned that, but I've also learned that I don't have the energy to give you my full undivided attention every second of every day and you're gonna have to get over that (laughs) get over but I think too like I mean I want to look into it a little bit more but I think obviously our love languages stem from how our parents showed love and like whatnot and like your family is super physically like Physical touch, I think, is everyone in your family except maybe Olivia's love language. It's not my family's. Like, I don't know if you've met my dad, but I think I've gotten, like, three hugs from him in the past 17 years. Penny likes hugs. Penny loves hugs. But who do I take more after? Um, so I think for the next, maybe not the next podcast, but eventually we're going to do, Gary Chapman has two other quizzes. It is your, do you remember what they are? No. What? I just showed them to you. Right, but remember, you only showed me once. You're, <laughs> it's true. Your apology language, so how you apologize. I don't. Spoiler alert. Yeah, neither of us really <laughs> do. We just kind of move fast. It's only if we really fuck up. Yeah, and also how you show anger. Like, what is your anger language? 
which I think we both kind of know what our anger language is, and I think we both have basically. You, your same. anger language is clearly wall punching, but we can get into that <laughs> next episode. But I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's five. Like I don't know if there's five anger languages and five apology languages. I don't know what the details are. Um, but I think that it would be fun to maybe just take them. I don't know if you want to take them just for ourselves or if we want to take them for each other again. I think we should do that again. Take them for each other again. Yeah. And then we'll see where we end up. Well, tune in next week. Are Keep... we doing that one for next week? Well, either way, tune in next week. Yes, please join us for week 25 of marriage. And if you're lucky, we'll be going through either an anger language or a other language that Kristen just said. Apology. Apology language. That one's ignorable because neither of us apologize ever. <laughs> In that case, I'm not sorry for not remembering. Um, if you have any feedback on which one you want us to do first. Just let us know. Just reach out to the Just Buds accounts. If you don't know them, listen to the Just Buds episode on Wednesday. And figure them out. We may not have it all together, but together we have it all. Oh. Oh, uh, me. Yeah.